Tuesday, October 19, the 292nd day of 2021. There are 73 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is In the Know coming up today. We'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. The most recognizable television themes by Americans. That's an important delineation. And we've got that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio Newshawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, and even, I don't know, Nashville. Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm fine. Did you watch Monday Night Football last night? Not a second. Not a second. Not a second. Though. Wow. Not even interested in uh, the uh, the other Josh Allen. No, for no. The I mean, Bills. I don't know. It was just kind of one of those that I I got busy doing some other things and forgot it was even on. It was a good game. It did seem like it. I saw it on Twitter when it was over with, and. Saw that they stopped Josh Allen on a fourth down or something yep. along the lines of that. That's that's about all I got. Even more so in professional sports than in college sports. When you go to an NFL game or a Major League Baseball game, it's pretty common to see a decent contingent of the visiting team's fans oh, that yeah. are there. Oh, you yeah. know, like college sports, they travel relatively well, but at the ma- at the professional level, you get... I, I, mean, I was at a Titans game and uh, went to a Bengals-Titans game in Nashville yep. four or five years ago, and there were a ton of Bengals fans. Yeah, I mean, it's, so it's regional, it's a drive, but I was amazed at how many Buffalo fans were <laughs> at, at Nissan, or is it Nissan Stadium still? I think so. I don't know. They change it to it's all like, so L, it was LP field. Bills back fans in my are day. a different breed. Yeah, I guess so. It's a, it was just odd. The and Bills then Mafia. The news is in on the SEC has fined the University of Tennessee two hundred fifty thousand dollars for fan behavior from the weekend. Is that an adequate punishment? It's the same amount they find Kentucky. Yeah, that seems to be the going rate. All all penalties uh-huh. are apparently a quarter of a million dollars, no matter no matter what you do. I, and then they said that they're supposed to look at all the TV cameras, and if they can find out who threw it, then they're supposed to be banned for events for the rest of the year. All right. So I'm having a board, as the chairman of the KBA right now, mm-hmm. I'm having a board dinner for the board of directors tonight. And one of the directors is a UT mm-hmm. alum. So would it be poor form if to throw I have, a mustard bottle if, at him? No, if I have the wait staff deliver a bottle of mustard, oh, no. like on a silver it's platter expected, to the table, fully expected. wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> I just thought of that. I think that's going to be wonderful. <laughs> uh, Beach is on assignment today, so we say good morning over there in chair number three. First Baptist Church Litchfield knows him as their worship and discipleship minister. Social Security Administration knows him as Tennessee Cook. We know him lovingly as Yukon Cornelius. Morning, Humble Bumble. Mush. Welcome back. Thanks for having me back. I saw something. uh, Speaking of Yukon Cornelius. Yeah. Do you have a new? Uh, do you have some something new riding shotgun oh, in your yeah. truck? What, oh yeah, what, tell, he's what out in the this? truck right now. Why didn't you bring him in? Why didn't I? But I I'm asking. You oh, why, okay. Didn't you? Yes, uh, Sam. I was, do we need to put a camera out there or something? <laughs> Can we get a live feed outside? What, what is it? I just saw it in passing. It I is about a uh, three foot tall 
plush of Yukon Cornelius. Oh man! Ooh. From 1999, my my boss man got that for me uh, recently. He found it and and he bought it, and uh, it's just awesome. So he's kind of my co-pilot right now. Uh, maybe get a cardboard box or a milk crate or something. Yeah. Boost up just a little bit and then seat belt him in <laughs> and just have him riding. Well, they won't know the difference, will they? No, no, uh, they'll think twinsies, the uh, doppelganger heaven right there. They won't know. I just grab him they at the drive through and put him up at the window, <laughs> kind of right. lean back. Hey, uh, before we move on, want to say uh, congratulations to uh, LV Shane on his new number one of uh, of my boy uh, oh, wow. went, went number one this week uh, he was in Caneyville got a key to the city a week ago yesterday he made his third performance at the Grand Ole Opry on Saturday I think did three songs down there and of course had some uh, some locals who were down there to see his performance so I really um, I didn't I thought the song had pro- my, my boy is the song we're talking about because of being locals and knowing his story and hearing the song early, I sort of thought maybe the song had peaked. Like, it mm-hmm. wasn't going to get there, but it did finally get there to number one and uh, learned by way of uh, our friend George Lindsay yesterday that uh, research is that L.V. Shane is the first male Kentucky artist whose debut single went number one since... Billy Ray Cyrus, Achy Breaky Heart. Wow. Yep. So, that's good. Wow. That's not, cool. Not bad for a guy from Caneyville. So, uh, congratulations to... Yes, uh, Congratulations. That's Again, awesome. I, I was kind of surprised because I thought, okay, well, this has been a really good hit. It's done It's done well. It's uh, struck a lot of chords with people. It's connected. But to know that it went on to number one, I think, is, uh, is phenomenal. That's so awesome. Con- so, congratulations. I'm going to see some clouds later today. Still going to be gorgeous out. Rain chances, one system to track this week will arrive tomorrow night into Thursday morning. We'll see some wind gusts late tomorrow into Thursday as well. Going to be breezy ahead of a system that brings some showers through the region on Thursday. Uh, could maybe get some gusts of up to 30 miles per hour or so. So just um, make sure you're... Dennis, you'll probably end up having to chase your garbage can Ugh. over to the Snyders or somewhere. <laughs> one of your other neighbors. Yeah. Just look for it somewhere in the okay. neighborhood. Uh, we'll see increasing clouds today, high of 73, partly cloudy 50 tonight, and partly cloudy tomorrow with a high of 75. Also, some of the big news uh, today nationally. And Dennis, I'm, I'm glad you're here. I didn't know this time yesterday about the situation with the missionaries in Haiti, the ones that have been... Uh, taken hostage there. I think are 16 Americans, 17 people in total. I think there's one uh, Canadian that's part of this group that was uh, kidnapped by a gang in Haiti, maybe over the weekend. And they're probably a a ransom type of situation. And I just, I, it just uh, breaks my heart to, to hear um, that uh, the situation in Haiti has devolved to a point where we've got people who are attempting to spread the gospel that are being taken hostage and held for uh, ransom who are just trying to do missionary work. Dennis, do you personally know missionaries? Do you have a personal relationship with any missionaries that are spreading the gospel around the globe in various locations? Yes, absolutely. And let me tell you, this, this instance, though, I don't know every single detail about this yet. This is real, and this happens a lot. And and not so much maybe the kidnapping part, but the threats and the 
and the leading up to a potential disaster with those missionaries is is a reality every day. Yeah. So so secrecy uh, uh, about where people are serving and what they're doing with their real identities in a way and is is a reality of of what we do with evangelism and outreach. So. It is true, and we have to keep some things a secret like that to protect people and their families from enduring things like this. Stories like this are a reminder. Uh, it's pretty easy to sit in our pews mm-hmm. and in our sanctuaries and you know our beautiful stained glass and our HVAC systems and our PowerPoints and our pianos <laughs> and our it's... organs and, hey, this is Christianity. This takes the Great Commission to a level that none of us really, I certainly don't know, but a story like this reminds me of what a personal sacrifice some people will uh, invest in order to spread the gospel around the world. Yeah, we're called to lay down our life and, and pick up the cross, and that's what's happening with these missionaries as they leave everything behind and go share the gospel. So that's one sacrifice in itself, but people sometimes don't realize the reality of the security issues that they face every single day. Yep. The faith that it must take to be able to, you know, to take that leap. Right. And, you know, it's it, our, our congregation does, I'm sure lots of congregations do support missionary work around the globe, but the, it's, it's really easy to write the check compared to actually pulling up stakes and moving somewhere else and deciding to live there. And that's the thing. We, we say we support them financially and we do, and that's, and that's good, but we should also uh, doubly support them in prayer, and you don't even have to know their names. Yeah, that's you right. You don't have to know where they serve. Yep. Just pray for them and their safety. Yeah, he knows. That's the most important part. Uh, here's the latest COVID-19 numbers. 21 new cases in Grayson County uh, since last week. Four new deaths. Uh, 21 cases, 55 new since the middle of last week. We're Our incidence rate down to 66 and a half. And you're starting to see numbers around the and on the local level, you know. I, I just I still uh, talk about prayer and and I, I'm still you know seeing losses, you know, uh, major losses of young people that are dying as a result of COVID nineteen, and it's just it continues to be uh, heartbreaking mm-hmm. and and uh, and and regretful. Uh, the governor yesterday reported 678 new cases across the state. Again, that's a Monday number, but uh, we'll take it. You know, it's down getting closer to something that um, that shows we're headed in the right direction. And he says we are. We're not just plateaued. We're we're stepping we're stepping down. It's a real positive trend. He said there were. Um, 1,751 cases on Saturday, and Sunday had 827, and then yesterday had 678. Deaths are going to remain high because the death number trails those high positivity numbers. So we'll we'll see the positivity number come on, continue to come on down, but it will be a few more days, maybe even uh, a week or so, before we see the fatality number start to step down. Our positivity rate is now at 7.36, so still need to get under 5 to really start to feel confident. 85 counties are in the red zone. That's um, 25. That's uh, It was 101, I think, a couple of days ago. So the COVID map is starting to look a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And uh, right on cue yesterday, you know, they took a little break from briefings last week. But right on cue, he did encourage schools. Schools are going to be in a pickle 
in the coming weeks because they're going to start to get pressure again mm-hmm. because the numbers look better. There are going to be people that are going to start, you know, chirping, saying, well, hey, um, we're we're out of the woods. Um, no, <laughs> I, I, I fear that we're not. What we're what we're seeing right now, I think, is a byproduct. the The numbers coming down to a level that are trending in a positive direction are as a result of actions taken weeks ago, and even maybe even a couple of months ago. It's taken us a while to get back to a level to where it seems more manageable. But I do understand with the number of school districts that we have around the state. Some are going to start saying, "Okay, well, now's the time," and they'll they'll probably make a change, and then they'll wait and see what happens to the numbers. And hopefully, the numbers wouldn't change, but or continue to go on down. But I fear that uh, it would go back the other direction. I think if I'm a school board member or I'm a superintendent trying to make decisions, I would take some comfort in if I make no change right now then I have the confidence of knowing that anything that is going to happen has already happened in the blowback that I get or the negative feedback I get about the decisions. The worst thing you can do right now is do an about-face on your policies and then to have to then turn around two weeks from now and do an another about-face because mm-hmm. the numbers went the other direction. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, we right now we're getting in a position of strength and management. Let's just continue to ride that wave to see if we can't just get rid of this once and for all. And so I think staying the course is important at least for another couple of weeks and just see how it goes. You know, even maybe we get to Thanksgiving break and then reevaluate. But we're heading into an illness time of year with, you know, cold and flu season, et cetera. It's always easy to play armchair quarterback yeah. and and put yourself in the shoes of the superintendent and all those making these decisions and realize that the they take the health of each child and staff person so seriously and they well, want the best for them. And you're mentioning, like, Doug Robinson. He has a kid in the district right now. Yeah, that's right. You don't think yeah. it matters to him? His son is a freshman, I think. That's right. And I'm, I'm, I, don't, I said this, you know, some weeks ago. I I will I I know for a fact that there's no one on the local board of education and I would presume on most boards of education that just arbitrarily want people to wear masks for the sake of wearing masks. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was and and I do think it's still remarkable that even when the the power was made to transfer that decision to the local level I all but one, or did that one four. finally catch? I think it was four. four. There were four. four that all but four chose to do, you know, what the advice was. Yeah. So let's just try and let's just, you know, stay in our position of strength for a little while. I don't want to go back. You know, we, we've still got too much loss. On a daily basis, we're seeing more loss at the local level. Let, let's don't do anything that will increase that. Let's, you know, let's try and get rid of it. Kudos to the kids who are just being so resilient through all of this and giving their best in education and athletics and, and despite what they have to go through with the masks. So yep. maybe someday soon we can, uh, we can do something different. Uh, by the way, it's talking about, you know, loss and communities losing Clark County lost their judge executive uh, this week due to COVID-19. 
Chris Pace, 44 years of age, has passed in the last week at the Clark Regional Medical Center after battling COVID for uh, an uncertain amount of time. But mm-hmm. I think it was um, it was it 44 was years old. 44 years old, and and. Listen, I mean, there are we're losing, you know, mid forty year olds on a local level too, and it's yeah. just even closer to home. And it's just so so sad, uh, completely sad. And and as I've said many times, you know, like last year, you sort of understood in the throes of it, you know, in the uncertainty and the when we were washing our groceries and like all that stuff, it just seemed like it it was chaos. And and now when we get in these you know final days or final months of this pandemic, and then now we see these losses of young people, it just uh, it's additionally heartbreaking, yes. at least to me. A uh, motorcyclist has been killed after fleeing state police on the WK Parkway and I sixty five into Hardin County. This happened on Sunday afternoon. A trooper observed a Yamaha motorcycle traveling at a high rate of speed near the 132-mile marker of the eastbound parkway in Hardin County. Initiated emergency equipment. Motorcycle fled onto I-65, traveled about three miles before exiting the interstate at uh, exit 94, lost control on the off-ramp, and uh, and uh, died it's Terrible as a result of, uh, of fleeing there. Governor Andy Beshear's administration has announced several enhancements to Kentucky's crime victim notification system made possible through a federal grant awarded last year. New features to the victim information and notification every day, or what we commonly call the Vine system, includes a voice search option, enhanced security, a personalized watch list, and a zip code and county provider search feature. The Kentucky Enhanced Vine provides another step on the journey to make Kentucky a safer place for all our families, officials say. I've never used the Vine system, but I would presume that if you're in a situation where you use it and need it, it's a very uh, valuable tool. So, good. Grayson County's River Blanton and Braden Sadler won Kentucky SAF High School Trail on Green River. What is that, Sam? Is this fishing? Yes, bass fishing. So okay. it, it's it's good to hear about that. Anytime that the the kids can pick up a win, and they're, I mean they they won too. It's not like they you know won their so class. Gives them like three hundred points or something. I was doing some research, and that's what it looks like. Is that they get three hundred points, and then at the end of the year, the top amount of points finishers uh, compete in a fish off. And from what I understand, is the fish off they don't tell you until like two or three days beforehand where it's going to be. Really. Yeah, which is kind of, oh, which is oh. I kind of like. Okay, so it's like <clears throat> you, they could be, you know, Lake Williamstown in northern Kentucky, could be yeah. Kentucky Lake, could be Rough River, it could I be see. out in eastern Kentucky. What's this reference to Pickwick Lake that I saw? Is that is That's that the in one in Alabama, Florence, Alabama? Yeah. Then at that fish off that they do for the state, a percentage of them will go to the Pickwick go Lake. Pickwick Lake. Uh-huh. Hey, right. keep reeling in them points, boys. Uh-huh. All right. And Grayson County Golf's uh, skis, Garrett and Mays, named to the all-region team. They're all underclassmen too, right? Yes. They'll be back. Yeah, so I think two sophomores and a freshman in that class. All right. Mm. Very good. Good looking uh, on uh, the anglers and the uh, the, the duffers. Golfers. The anglers and the duffers. That's uh, that's very good. High school football poll is out for the week. Pikeville still number one in 1A. Lexington Christian still number one in 2A. Louisville Christian Academy is the head of the class in 3A. Corbin leads 4A. 
Frederick, Douglas, South Warren, Owensboro, Graves County at number seven in 5A. Have those two played yet? They played this past Friday. They did. Owensboro won 35-28. They scored a touchdown with like 30 seconds wow, left. So it was a close game, uh-huh. just as you produce. Uh, I predict the Graves to win. But. And then Class 6A, Louisville Mail and Louisville St. X. And then, of course, the Titans won last night in Nashville over the over the Bills. So there you go. I guess we're all caught up for uh, on the headlines of the day. And uh, Dennis, are you still awake over there? I am. Okay, I don't watch like NFL or, sure. you know. Okay, well, we'll come up with something more to your liking in the next segment. How's you that? promise? We promise. I got something you're really going to love. i out with It's right ahead here on In the Know. Attention propane customers. Today is Evaluate Your Life Day. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Do that every day. I'm awake now. Dennis was just evaluating his life during the break. Yes, I was. Uh, the Bis- short discussion. Seafood bisque day today. Bisque is a funny word for soup. Thumbs down on that. It's like a thicker soup, though. Yes. Yes, which I prefer because the thicker the better on the soup. Okay. I, I, I prefer on the stew side of soup. You don't like like a chicken noodle? No, I do not. I love really? broth, I love chicken I noodle. No. Oh, there's no, there's nothing more classic than when you're fe- yeah. not feeling the greatest. Get a can of the Campbell's chicken noodle soup chicken is noodle like soup. a steroid in a can, brother. <sighs> I drank that juice. Other forms mm, of chicken noodle soup than Campbell's. I mean, goodness. I've gracious. never had one. You're just buying all broth. <laughs> it's all broth. What? It's nothing but broth. And it is dress like a dork day. Well done, Dennis. Um, I sh- I sh- <laughs> I did like point taken. <laughs> I did see something that caught my eye today, and I think it's entitled Treat Street. <laughs> <laughs> and Treat Street is scheduled for October thirty first. No, not Saturday. On Sunday at First yeah. Baptist Church. Tell me about Treat Street. What's going uh, on? Thank you so much for letting us share about this. This is awesome. Last year we had Treat Street because of COVID and everything going on. We uh, did something different. We had it drive through last year. We set up stations on the street and kids didn't have to get out, but they could drive. But this year we're kind of having the same setup, except you get to park at the parking lots and walk through it. All right. And we're doing this rain or shine. And you know, guys, Halloween's on the 31st. I don't know if anybody knows this or not. Really? But really? it's the 31st is when Halloween is. Has that changed is. this year then? Well, some people, uh, just anyway, Halloween's that's on the 31st. They, that's when they decided to have it this year? <laughs> I'm deciding to have Halloween and Christmas and Thanksgiving on those days. Oh, I see. Okay. But yeah. anyway, uh, you might have to bleep that out later. <laughs> but anyway, we're doing Treat Street again. We're going to have... Stations set up on Walnut Street all the way down the street where kids and families can dress up and walk through, get treats, and, and go through a whole experience, and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Joey has done a great job organizing this. And, folks, this is rain or shine. So uh, if it's great weather, we'll be outside on the street. If it's bad weather, we will be able to get everybody inside and go through the uh, gymnasium. To have the same event. Now, have you gotten your costume that Sheriff Chaffins requested? <sighs> no. Sheriff Chaffins is not my boss, okay? No, uh, no you are I, aware I of the costume my you requested, own right? A way of thinking, okay? Sarah is my boss. Let's get this straight. <laughs> and I'll just give a clue I will be completely covered. Huh. 
completely covered. And it's not Yukon this year. Uh, it's not Yukon. Abominable snowman. <laughs> the Yukon Cornelius arch nemesis. <laughs> arch nemesis. <laughs> I got it. Uh, Halloween spending is considered to be high yet again this year. On average, consumers plan to spend $102.74 on costumes, candy, cards, and decorations. Mm. 65% of Americans plan to celebrate Halloween. That's up 7% from last year. And the most popular costumes are Superman for kids, witches for adults, and pumpkins for pets. Some things never change. (laughs) Those are pretty classic and and timeless. That's right. Um, I did also see a study... I came in this morning, and the building smelled really good compared to yesterday. Uh Uh-oh. I came in the building yesterday, (laughs) and something something happened over the weekend. Something. Sam. I don't know. It did not happen. It started on Friday. It did? It started on Friday. Okay. There's something. There's something somewhere. Uh And this... Between we, this building has catacombs and it has. And I think I mean, said catacomb tenants. is underneath of my office because think? that's like the epicenter. <laughs> All right, so yes, yeah, Ken Howlett about passed out when he walked in he there did. yesterday. You, if you were in here a little while yesterday, you kind of went a little nose blind to it. But if you came in first, first thing you thought something is up, something is going on here. But this mm-hmm. morning, so I was bracing myself, like, oh, this is going to be terrible. But I walk in and it smells like strawberries. Yeah, and I thought something happened yesterday while I, I was know. not here. To um, afraid I uh, have no no say no no. Yeah, idea. I'm a great sniffer today. It's great inside, but outside, <laughs> outside is bad. Holy <laughs> really? I hadn't noticed outside. I didn't notice outside either. I guess we were both just preparing for the inevitable. <laughs> I think I was walking around with my nose held, thinking, okay, well, I got to well, get I was wearing my mask this. in here yesterday. It smelled so bad. <laughs> oh, wow. Really? That is, that is uh, bad. So, but, hmm? I mean, what whatever happened here yesterday to improve the smell, I, I, I'm not mad about it. So, I don't. you seem sheepish it's, over there. It's, on, uh, it, it's not strawberries you're smelling. Well, whatever it is. Cashmere you vanilla. A, you lit a candle, Cashmere vanilla. Sam. No, it is not. Uh, huh? It's not a candle. What is it? A plug-in? I can't can't confirm nor deny that. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> it's a plug-in. Listen, I'll do. I'll I'll sign off on plug-ins before I'll sign off on space eaters. <laughs> so, but this new survey says the average person will use five shortcuts to avoid house cleaning, and number <laughs> one is <laughs> number one is forty percent of people will use air freshener rather than clean. <laughs> Yes. Well, if if I knew where to clean, <laughs> yeah, I'd get the, to it. That's but, the trick. It's um, so really, you're not cleaning anything; you're just covering it up. Yes, and that's I think there's different ways. Sarah says I do that in all areas of cleanliness. Like I do the laundry. Okay, well, I'll I'll mess with the laundry and kind of sort it, but I'll sort it in in our bedroom on our bed. And now our bed's completely, the room is completely taken over. So you mask. Things with other things. 37% of people light a candle. That's the second most popular cleaning shortcut. Now, here you go, Sarah, to your point. Making the bed but leaving the rest of the room a mess. If 29% of people. If I could comment here. That rounds out the type three. Sure, go ahead if and I comment. I get in. It's your funeral. Is the, is the live feed on? Do we have any comments today? Uh, any viewers? Oh, look at this. Sarah Cook we'll commenting we'll, in here. We will. Uh, don't post. 86% of millennials use shortcuts when cleaning versus 69% of baby boomers. Seventy-nine, uh, 29% of Gen Z respondents admit to using six to ten shortcuts when cleaning. 
72% of all respondents say their cleaning routine has improved as they've gotten older. If you've gotten to the point to where there's a smell, you're way behind on cleaning. <laughs> I mean, sometimes a dish or two gets left in there or there's something in the trash, and you're like, okay, i got to get that out. Well, sometimes things are elusive. They're hard to find, aren't they, Sam? Uh, well, trust get, me. Trust get me. under I, the house. Can't pinpoint where they are. I, uh, if you want to get under the house, you're more than welcome. I, have, I don't want to know what's under there. Yeah. This time, somebody. this time of year, it wouldn't be as bad. Two months ago, forget it. I'm not going anywhere under there. Oh, it would have been at we'll least just, 125 we'll degrees just, under there. We'll just live with the smell, and that'll be it. Here are the. You say that, but it's, you're not this epicenter. The 15. It's <laughs> happened. It's. I have more crawl space under my floor you than do. anybody luckily, does. Luckily, your crawl space is is easy to get to. Though. That's true. Yeah. It's, my mind is not. It's all right. New survey says the the 15 most recognizable TV theme songs in. America. Hmm. I can win a game show. If you put me on a game show, okay. I'm pretty sure I would be champion on naming television theme songs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. However, the 15th most recognized by Americans, 23% is the theme from the show Bones, which I've never seen. What? I've seen that show, but I don't think I would be able to have picked that out i couldn't buffy the vampire slayer was at 14 yeah, i wouldn't have gotten okay that i'm i'm way too old for this at number 13 yeah though uh, what's the number this is uh 49 of americans know survivor? this television theme from survivor they've modified it a little bit over the years but it's got still the same mm-hmm. melody are you a survivor watcher dennis no my parents used to be. I remember the one season I semi kind of watched was was it Russell? Was that his name? There was a Russell. Yes, who I was wa- kind of the the villain yeah. that everybody hated, but yet he won because or got second or I don't remember. The at twelve fifty percent of people of of Americans could recognize the theme to the Netflix show Stranger Things. Mm. I've never seen it. We saw the no first idea. season. You did see the first years season. ago. Yeah. Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. At number 11 was Gilmore Girls. I wouldn't no. have gotten that. I, I wouldn't know. That was about 51% of Americans could recognize Gilmore Girls. 53, 54% of people could recognize Rugrats. I probably could have gotten that I'm one. I'm in a different generation. Probably could have gotten that one. Number oh. nine. Oh, yeah. 60% of people. It's a rare. That's it. This day and age, know the theme to Family Matters. On the newspaper page. Did I do that? Yes. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, there are multiple people singing there. There's like some stereo there. One was good. One was just waking up. Hmm. That what? That song was awesome. I said one was good. The other one was just waking up. Is that what they say? I don't know what that is. He said two people were singing. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. I said I was here in stereo. At number eight, at 61%, New Girl. What? I don't know. That's a Fox th- show. Think, but uh, Gilmore Girls and New Girl, uh, Miss Buckles watches New Girl or watch uh-huh. New Girl. I know who they so, polled. So she would know it, but I Again, this is of all Americans. You know, oh, I know this so one. All yeah. Americans. I've never seen this show, but I know this one. At number seven. Uh, this is sixty-two uh, percent of people know this is 
I know this. <laughs> I'm not going to say it if you don't know. If you're if it's Game not. of Thrones. There you go. Game of Thrones. Have you Thrones. ever heard Jack Black do this? Doesn't with he his like? Voice? Did, yeah, didn't he create words yes. to it? Yes. Yeah. I think I have seen. It. <laughs> it's so funny. That's uh, reminded me of last week when I was talking about the Bill Murray skit in SNL when he was the lounge singer who sang the Star Wars theme. Yes. <laughs> yes. Star Wars. Yes. Nothing but Star Wars. No, oh, this, this is yet. it. That's number real. six. 72% of people recognize the law and order theme. I've learned so much from this show. I've watched it from my high school days till now. All my legal advice come from this show and Judge Judy. Well, you know what I learned? Hmm. All crimes can be solved in 60 minutes. True. Well, That's technically, even less than that. I because take they, out the commercial. Yeah. Well, they no, but they still work during the commercial. Oh, do they? Break scene. Do they? Yeah, they're still busy talking doing and working stuff. in the lab. They're doing stuff. Hey, did you know? Fun fact for you, uh, Lenny. <laughs> yes, uh, he was Lumiere on Beauty and the Beast. Did you know that in the cartoon version? Lenny. I did not know that. I never made Briscoe. that connection. No, I didn't. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, oh yeah, this is easy. We watched this Number last night. Five. 73% people? No, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yo, home, smell you later! In West Philadelphia, born and raised in the playground of West Philadelphia, most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cooling. Don't you, wouldn't you think it would be higher than 73%? I mean, yeah, that's classic. I mean, would all three, would all three of your kids know that? Oh, yeah, we watch oh, it yeah. all the time. Okay. On HBO Max. Uh, do you like the original Aunt Viv, or you like the replacement Aunt well, Viv? I keep, well, <laughs> I keep telling them, we're like in the middle of season two or three, and I keep telling them, don't get used to her. <laughs> Something's fixing to change. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> All right, it's easy. 74% yeah. of people recognize This ought to be Simpsons. way up there. It's been the longest-running cartoon series ever or series ever. But, you know, we were just talking about during the break. Where's the Andy Griffith theme? Yeah. Not in the top 15? Really? Top is this number one? It's a different no, generation that get, got old. I'm this is you. number four. Where's Green oh. Acres? Where's the There's Adams still three family? More. There's still three more. You never know. Hogan's Heroes. Yeah. I'm showing my age, too, and all the ones that are most you know recognizable to, to me. The Lone Ranger theme. Da -da -dum, ba -da -dum, ba -da -dum, bum, bum, bum. At number three. It's kind of a horse race between The Simpsons, Seinfeld, and really the top two. Pretty close. Uh, I'm going to guess this that. This is now on Netflix, too. I'm going to guess it? that Friends and Big Bang Theory are at the top. Big Bang Theory, an interesting call on that. At number two, with, uh, I think, 74% of people recognizing the theme. There you go. Friends. Friends. Right on cue. Dennis called it the Friends theme. I know that was very popular. I've never seen one episode. So be, I don't, to be honest with you, I might be in that same realm. Neither of you. Have I don't seen, know that I've seen. Uh -uh. I may have seen like a. I've seen clips. Yes, that's that's of with me. Is are we lucky that that one Christy Buckles is not in the building today? Yeah, she would throw <laughs> something at you. She would throw a plug in at you. If you and at number Wait. one, no, the Jeopardy theme. This doesn't count. Is the I'm most throwing the flag. recognizable. This is a game show. Television theme. It's a is it on TV? It's a television theme song that was that Americans recognize. But everything else was a TV show. Well, Come wah, on, who wah, did this wah, poll? Wah, 
Let me see the list. We got to get through a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Did you know, if you pour salt into a glass of water, the level of water will go down instead of up? Bad memories with that. You do? Oh. What's your memory? As a kid, when I was told to go gargle with salt, warm salt water, mm-hmm. my throat was sore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I could just I, I could taste it right now. Same thing happens with beans, too, if you need to soak beans. Pour the water in there and it soaks all the water up. I don't ever have that issue. Same principle. You, you never, you don't, never soak a, beans to I'm put them in the crock pot later. I'm not a bean eater. My chili has no beans. Really? Then it's not that's chili. A, that's original chili. Our chili, the first well, I mean, chili came with no you beans. You can't have a Skyline Chili Fogway without beans. The guy who wanted to claim that the Jeopardy theme was not a television theme and then wants to claim that chili he was playing some, doesn't have beans some, some theme songs here in the break. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, nobody's ever heard uh, of Drake. I'm standing by it. I am. D- Dennis. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, it's your show. I'm going to admit publicly that I'm jealous of Drake because he has heard Adele's new album. He heard it last year. Oh, my goodness. He's heard it, and I have Okay, I'm jealous. I've been jealous of him before because he got to do the whole Big Blue Madness, you know, dress oh, up. And, yeah, there's another reason. But to if be, he's heard the whole the thing. Now, this CBS thing, is this a live? No, it will not be live. Uh, it will be Adele, one night only, November 14th. And right as we get, like, it's going to be you know, a couple of weeks before Thanksgiving. And uh, she will sing familiar and new songs. Okay. And she will additionally be interviewed by Oprah from her Rose Garden. Oh, and they will talk about her new album, the stories beso- uh, behind the songs, life after divorce, raising her son, and weight loss. Well, can't I- wait for that. Can we just fast forward to that and get to the music? I presume you're excited for this, right? I'm super excited for it. I'm pumped. Just more, more, more Adele. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Sarah uh, gets mad when I say that. She does. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Sarah. I'm the one that said it, not Dennis. Yeah, uh, Sarah. Speaking of weight loss, have you seen Rebel Wilson lately? Rebel Wilson. Remind me who this is. The pen, Fat Amy. Oh, I was thinking no longer, uh, Wilson Phillips is no longer minute. Fat Amy. I um, still don't know. So she has been. She's is been it, in a lot. She's been in a lot of things. Is this is before or after. This is after. This is after. Okay. And she said people are so obsessed with her weight loss, but I get it. She's talking about how she doesn't get people don't talk about her acting credits and the award nominations and things, but she does understand. Listen, you can't play a character and own it the way you do called Fat Amy, and then not expect people to notice. Uh-huh. You know, at, when you go, wow, look, look what you've done for yourself. But I made the comment the other day, no one tread water during the pandemic. You either got skinny or you got fat. There was just it was like one of those two things. The whole viewing audience is now depressed. <laughs> am I am I wrong about that? No, it's just that you brought the show down there. Star Wars, Christopher Walken says he feels lucky that he wasn't cast as Han Solo. <laughs> Did you know that he auditioned for Han Solo? That would have been a completely different. Uh, I mean, Walken is a. Yeah, but he's very different than Harrison Ford. He is very different than hey, Harrison Ford. Chewy, that... hey, what a falcon! <laughs> when Christopher Walken had broken his what? hip on or broken his shoulder on 
set or whatever. Disney has announced major Marvel release date shifts and has removed several superhero films from the schedule. They know. They they know that it's choppy waters at the box office mm-hmm. over the next year. So they're just going to say, we're not spending any more big-ticket item movies until we can figure out how we're going to monetize this successfully. I feel like Marvel might be one of the few that might be able to bypass that. But the way they were stacking them up, you know, they've uh-huh. even pushed oh, yeah. back the Indiana Jones movie. They were filming it, and they've shoved it back because they looked – they've seen what happened to James Bond and went, uh-uh. No, I don't want any we, part of that. We don't want any – we do not want any part of that. And then I ran across a thing this uh, from uh, BuzzFeed this morning. Dennis, do you have a memorable favorite final line from a movie? I have lots of movie lines that I can Mm. come up with, but there aren't very many that I know, like the last line of a movie. Man, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Toy Story 3, they wrap that up well with So Long, Partner. Okay. In Toy Story 3, that's the closing And then the waterworks started flying. Yes. Um, In Stand By Me, it was I never had any friends later on like the ones I had when I was 12. And it says, does anyone? That's the closing line, Stand By Me. Okay which is a real coming-of-age story. Silence of the Lambs, I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Bye. I, we know that line, mm. but I didn't realize that was the final line that Hannibal Lecter speaks. In The Princess Bride, if you'll remember, Fred Savage doesn't want to have the storybook read to him. Like He is, he is not a willing audience, and Peter Falk starts reading it, and next thing you know... The kid is like hooked and he needs more. And Never he says, seen that movie. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Maybe my you could come over. Maybe you could come over and read it again to me tomorrow. And then Peter Falk gives the famous as you wish line. Dennis, that's your homework assignment before you come back next Princess week. Princess Bride. Watch the Princess Bride. You killed my father. My name I, is Monique. I know Montoya. that line. You killed my father. Prepare to die. die. Andre the Giant is in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jenny from Forrest Gump or Robin Wright or whatever you like. And then there's this from, one. Oh, my fam- one of my favorite ones, the Shawshank Redemption. Morgan Freeman says, I hope to see my friend and shake his hand. I hope the Pacific is as blue as has been in my dreams. I hope. And then Casablanca. Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful relationship. Along that same line, at the end of Ernest Saved Christmas, he says, you know what I mean? Friendship. So... Casablanca and Ernest Saves Christmas. It's right there. What's the What's the last line from uh, Joe Dirt? Whatever it is, it's good. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. What was your "I'm surrounded by idiots" moment? Are you what, on the air right now? What I might was not your, need to yeah, be. Uh, I'm too, I tend to be in those moments could for be, other people. Could be that could be last show material uh-huh. for me. Uh-huh. What? There's something I can your, share. Listen, there have been some time. I, I, I'll tell you, I don't spend near as much time on Facebook mm. as I once did because I yeah, just that's hard. The stuff I see, I just go, oh, I just it's it, and and to tell you the truth. And that's not to say they're all, because that's that's not true. But for some reason, it screams at you, and you go, really? Is this what we're doing? 
this is who we are. And mm. so it, it's unhealthy. And I'm like, I don't want to. Well, I prefer Twitter because Twitter, I can kind of, mm-hmm. I can kind of, you know, make it to what I want to see. Yeah. Or I can pretty much just keep you limited to 144 mm. characters. There's only mm. a certain amount of unwanted information you can put in my eye before yeah. I can go, okay, well, I can, it's that other stuff. And with Twitter, you don't have to. You have to click on those replies to really get into the the nasty part. Let mm. me tell you. Also, let me tell you my Twitter trick. Yeah. As it so Facebook is a place where you got to be everybody's friend. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't got to follow you on like, Twitter. Yeah, I don't have to follow you on Twitter, and so I don't follow. I do follow you, Sam, mm-hmm. uh, because you're a source of information. Yeah. But I. How about that? Really I, good information. I only follow sources of information that can help inform me for my craft on Twitter. Like, for instance, uh, Dennis, thank you for the recommendation on not Kenny Rogers. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> All right. You gave that to me a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, yes, this is enhancing my life. Experience. Exactly. So you're welcome. But I don't follow just you know, yes, people that I don't have the same networks. And mm-hmm. so I use Twitter as a tool to help me professionally be informed. Like at K105 Radio and at K105 Sports. That's exactly right. If you only follow two accounts, those there are the been, two to follow. There, there have been a couple of unfollows of sources of information, though, that I don't know. Oh. I don't, I don't yeah. need to. Was one of them at Dennis C. Cook? No. Probably. <laughs> no. I'm not so much of a source of information no, on there. I I, well, it's funny. I'll be honest. I'll tell you. He writes for the Atlantic. The oh, Atlantic? Okay. That helps narrow it down. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I could name one person that writes for the Atlantic. Oh, sure you could. His initials are KT. Oh, you mean the Athletic? Oh, the Athletic. Oh, I, I knew exactly athletic, what you yeah. were saying. I knew exactly what that was. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Atlantic. Yeah, Atlantic and Athletic, those are... Atlantic, Pacific, oh man, Kelsey's. Pacific. <laughs> Atlantic Ocean, oh man, Kelsey's very, Ocean. I need you to be very Pacific about what you're about to say. All right, on television tonight, The Bachelorette. Dennis, is that must-see television at the Cook Ranch? Never watched it. Okay. It's the season 18 premiere, though. I mean, now's a good time to get involved if you're going to. Oh, I to. can't wait. Don't wait until next week. I think I will. You'll miss too much. Okay. So it's kind of now or never. The ABC series premiere of Queens and on BET, the season two premiere of Games People Play. YouTube, guys. You'll have more fun on there. Apparently, it's $12 a month. $11.99. Without ads. Today's highlight in history, this date in 2001, U.S. Special Forces began operations on the ground in Afghanistan, opening a significant new phase of the assault against the Taliban and Al-Qaeda. John Jay was sworn in as the Chief Justice of the United States of State in 1789. The supersonic Concorde made its first landing in New York City, the state in 1977. Supersonic. Birthdays today. E.E. McGee is 85 years of age today. Happy birthday, Mr. McGee. Happy, happy birthday to Mr. (laughs) Spirit. He is the best. Yeah, you got it. If anybody deserves this song on their birthday, it's him. They did sing Happy Birthday to him at the uh, Twin Lakes Marching Band Classic the other night. Well, that's I made sure to mention it during the Cougar football game this past week, too. Yeah, I know. He would be 85 years young today. 
He was. T- I was talking to him on Thursday, and I know he said he's. He felt good for eighty-five. He did four eighty-five. So he gave the caveat. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, it it does. Um, um, it's not like we ever forget. But when you have an opportunity to see schools from around the state, other band programs, and I will presume that it's similar whether it's athletics or whether it's band or whatever, to see the way that they respond to him when they come to Grayson County High School, I think kind of tells you everything you need to know about. Well, I think back to when I did our Cougars in the classroom with him a couple of years ago. He's, he told the story of the girl that played for Owensboro Catholic who came up to him and said, I wish our school had Mr. Spirit. Yeah. Yeah, it's, hmm. uh, and and uh, when you it's you want to be careful not to take for granted what you have, but for those of us who have never lived a day when he wasn't a thing, you know, he was an assistant principal at the high school when sixty one years I of was, education. Yeah, when I said. was a student, he was on the basketball staff at Caneyville when my parents were students, and so, but. But then you have it you have it reminded to you when you see people who didn't grow up here that when they come here, that's who they connect with. That's who they recognize as the ambassador of our community. And so I think it tells you all you need to know. So happy birthday to him. John Lithgow is seventy six today. Jeannie C. Riley is seventy six. Charlie Chase is sixty nine. Evander Holyfield is fifty nine. Ty Pennington is fifty seven. Evander Holyfield. His did son he, just got signed by the Bengals. He did. Did he he fought somebody again recently, like in a play fight, right? I Yeah. You're asking sure. the wrong person about boxing. I I don't know what he does these days. He just probably likes to sit around and tell old boxing stories. Mm-hmm. All you gotta do is lend him an ear and he'll tell you one. Oh boy. John Favreau is fifty five today. Thank you for the Mandalorian, John Favreau. No doubt. And Chris Catan is fifty one today. Thank you so much, John. Is that done or are there more seasons coming no, out? It's finished. The book of Boba Fett is next, but um Well the uh, season two is in production of The Mandalorian. Season two of The Mandalorian has already been viewed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> season three. There is a season three? There is a season three? Yes. I thought they were shifting gears to the book of Boba Fett. I think that's in addition to. All right. Listen, they're gonna be hard. it's gonna be hard to top the season two finale of The Mandalorian. Okay. Yeah. In July Disney said that um Season three is coming. Okay, can, do I have time to go to the refrigerator and get something to drink <laughs> while you figure this out? Or I yeah, all, go I get something. Gone but not forgotten. Martha Jefferson, born in seventeen forty-eight. Robert Reed, born in nineteen thirty-two. <laughs> do I have time to return a phone call before you? I'm googling things. <laughs> There's a cricket soundtrack that there I know we saw a, there. It's a it's a rumor. <laughs> But season three begins on Christmas Day this year. This is called This is called In the Know. It's not Merry called Christmas. In, in the Rumor. Guys. <laughs> in the Let Me Google It. Just trust me. Hey. 1956. Honky Tonk number one. I'll take you down a notch. <laughs> Bill Doggins. I'll take you down to the Honky Tonk Sam and leave you there. <laughs> There's so many good chart toppers today, but we're running so late. Uh, sorry uh, it took me so long. 1965. <laughs> 
It's because you're not on the Wi-Fi. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> I tried um, to get you on, oh, the, this is it. on the Wi-Fi. All my troubles seem so far away. The Beatles. Now it looks as my favorite Beatles song ever. It's a good one. One of my favorite songs ever, matter of fact. Uh, and when is when is there? That's coming out very soon too, right? Yeah, I don't have the exact date. I'd have to look <laughs> Christmas it up. Day. There's a, there's a rumor it's coming out on I'm, Christmas I'm out of here. <laughs> Billy Preston, number one in '74. That's Disney Plus, though, right? That is correct. It's in uh, it's in mid November. It's a three part series. That's right. I'll probably watch that. Dennis, have you seen Watch the Sound uh-uh. on Apple TV Plus? No. Do I have that? I don't know that I have that. It's good. I'm Mark mine. Ronson. You, as a music person, you will love. Have, have you Watch seen the Ted Lasso Sound. yet? No, it's also. I don't know if I have it. 1983, Kenny and Dolly, uh-huh. number one, Islands in the Stream. Written by the Bee Gees, actually. That uh, sounds a little bit like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, into the road, boys to men in '92, gone in sync oh, in 2001. It. Just the way you are, Bruno Mars in 2010, and Senorita Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello in 2019. So Sarah's having a bad day. She always wants me to kind of sing "Into the Road" to her, you know, just kind of calm her down. A Not bit. Senorita. No, it's either that or Islands in the Stream. Both have the same effect. Uh, obviously, he put a little BGS. <laughs> on there. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Do something today that your future self will thank you for. Do something today that your future self will thank you for. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Dennis Cook, for Sam Gormley, I'm MB and now you're in the know.